0: This episode of Pip Panther Rants and Other Sports Rants podcast is brought to you by The Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's your intersection of sports, what not sports. We're here to help you love your team and hate your rival. And you can check us out at www.sportstrink.org or go to our Instagram at, at sportsdrink, that's Drink without the vowels. Check us out leave the door open as we're trying to let some of the funk out. Welcome into another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast, and let's uh, let's do a word from our sponsor. Back is Daniels, throws the pass, intercepted on a tip, running with the football, and it's MJ Devonshire still on his feet. He's at the five, he's into the end zone. For a Panther touchdown. You have to be here. Let's go. Tip drill, baby, MJ Devonshire. That's an easy throwing catch. Was, was that Ford Wheaton intended? He's been great all night. And someone put butter on that ball, Billy, but not for Devonshire. Someone put butter on that ball, Billy, but not for Devonshire. You gotta love that from Pat Bostick. I mean, that was that was really that was really cool. I like that. Although when they did the uh, whole. Um, Pit Livewire, they you know they didn't put that in there, and I was kind of bummed by that. I mean, that was I enjoyed the whole video and stuff like that, you know, but I was pretty bummed that they did not, you know. I was bummed that they didn't put that part that soundbite from Pat Bostic in. That was you know that was one of my favorite things. Not much else really to talk about the brawl. I'm hearing that uh, Ronnie Hammond might be hurt for the Tennessee game. I'm hearing rumors of that. Um, you know, one hundred percent sure, but other than that, Pitt seems to be fine as far as the you know the injury protocols are concerned. West Virginia is obviously not happy about the the, the officiating, and I am not really sure what's to be. I mean, to, to be mad about. I mean, it was pretty. The game itself, for the most part, I mean, each team had had just one turnover. I mean, there was really nothing really bad about the game for the you know. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, was mostly pit. Of course, Penarduzzi was letting you know, ESPN, you know, they let the ESPN know about it. But I don't know, I have really nothing more else to talk about the brawl. I mean, I talked about him, I think, on, on Friday, I believe. I'm also going to get, the, um, I'm also going to get the Grubbs on. Coach Grubbs, I'm going to get him on. He's in the process of taking care of some things. Um, I had him on, before the summer you know, started, basically, but he was on two podcasts. I want to catch up with him. I know he he bumped he you know crossed paths with Jamie Dixon. Would love to hear about you know some hopefully. Not sure what we'll have to say about that, but I like to you know hear about that. Um, I don't think Jamie's coming back, the pit, <laughs> but you know to see him there is a good sign as well. So maybe Pitt's, you know, maybe you know it'd be nice if they would honor Jamie. How do I help? When their organs fail them. Excuse me, I'm getting With advertisements from ESPN from I'm checking the games from the ACC Top 25 like I usually do. And of course, ESPN decides to play the um, their, the, you know, the, the videos for their advertisements. Now, Kenny Pickett went from uh, the third on the depth chart to two. And I guess Steers claimed it was a mistake. I, I don't know. Who doesn't matter. I mean, I think life's too short to um, get mad over um, the depth chart. I mean, Mitch is obviously going to be the starter, but not just that. I guess Pitt didn't change much in terms of the polls. I mean, they, um, the AP, I believe they're 17, and then the coaches are 14, which, you know... They got a lot of ACC votes. I mean, not ACC. They got a lot of... Um, the SEC coaches, the SEC media people seem to like Pitt. And if anything, what I feel what's going to happen is they're probably just doing that. So if Tennessee beats Pitt, they have an excuse to put Tennessee in the top 10 next week. Because, you know, Florida beat Utah. And all of a sudden, you know, Florida's in the top 15. I don't know. But I'm scrolling through Twitter right now to see if there's anything going else going on. Well, Pat McAfee's joining call game day full time, supposedly. Uh Brian Kelly tried to I guess wants to find reporters ten dollars and And you know Brian needs to realize that he's down in SEC land. So you can't get away with some of the things that you're saying. As, you know a reporter responded you know if you win maybe we'll be on time you know yeah it's it's Brian's gonna realize it's a you know so you know down in Baton Rouge it's a little different than South Bend I mean yeah it's a different um it's a lot different there so I um hope that um, you know that works out for him well, not really. I mean, we don't really like Brian Kelly, do we? No, we don't. So we really don't hope But let's, while well, that must happen, we had Coach O who talked about his bio. Let's get let's, let's check this sound soundbite out. Oh, grateful of my time, fellas, you. That was my opportunity. You know, coaches got a shelf. Some coaches got 50 years. Some coaches got 12. Mine was six. Good. I got to tell you. We had a meeting. Say, coach, things are not going well. No shit. Rachel, you can see that, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. And Scott Woodward is a friend of mine today. Really, really a lot of respect for the way they handled me. So So what's next? Well, well, I got to tell you this, though. Say, coach, you got $17.1 million on your contract. We're going to give it to you. I said, "What time do you want me to leave? What door you want me out of, brother?" <laughs> I'm. Sh- I mean, that was a nice sound there from uh, Edward Giron. I, hey, I mean, if they told me that 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 much money off my life, my contract or whatever, and they were me, shoot, I would say the same thing. What door? What, when do you want me to go? What door do you want me out of? Yeah, let's take a look at some other stuff here. Nothing else really going on. Let's take a look at this. what happened in the, in the ACC lane over the weekend. Let's see. Thursday we had the brawl, obviously. Wake Forest defeated VMI 44-10. Uh, quarterback Sam Hartman has been cleared to come back, return to the team. And good for him. Uh, they were, you know, they were, um, they got to the ACC title game last year where they lost the pit, you know, yours truly. So that's good for them because that helps their ranking and of course everything else that comes with it, but good for them. Just as long as, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind facing him again in the title game if we get there because we can, you know, we can beat Sam Hartman. I mean, you know, we can kick the crap out of him. Uh, Friday we had two ACC games. We had Virginia Tech losing to Old Dominion. Yeah, Old Dominion is a team you don't want to schedule out of conference. In fact, there's a whole bunch of teams we will go we we can go through that you just don't schedule out of conference. We'll get we'll get to those in a minute. But um, you know, Virginia Tech is breaking in a new coach, Brent Pry. And sometimes when you hire coordinators, you know, assistants, as we call them, they're when they make the transition from you know, from coordinator or assistant to head coach, you're gonna have some issues of preparation and sometimes you're just not organized. I mean we saw that with Paul Chris, remember we hired him and it just seemed like the team was never really prepared and it just the staff just didn't seem proactive and I mean, stuff had to really blow up for them to actually act on it. I mean, you could tell the team wasn't prepared. They were, they would just make these mistakes. I mean, the Houston game was pretty much was pretty much that the telling was you know pretty much wrapped up the, you know that that whole coaching stuff. It summed up the staff. That was what I'm trying to say. Because I mean, we were dominating that game and we just found a way to lose it, and it was just like. That was pretty much what it was like with uh yeah. it was, you know, that was, you know, you know, Paul Christ there in a nutshell. And Virginia Tech, they um their quarterback actually threw four picks in this game. And, you know, I wonder why Clemson was so highly guarded with their quarterback, and because, you know, he's been there for a year. It's like you should be able to trust him. Well, Grant Wells Virginia Tech. He threw four picks in that game. That's pretty much a good reason. I mean, they statistically, it looks like they dominated this game. But they just kept them in it. Uh, Duke beat Temple, 30 Uh, I'm not sure how, how Duke's going to be. Temple, you know, the Matt, Matt era has, has been long, long gone and I think Temple may end up going back to the same temple we've always known. This same temple we've we kicked out of the Big East. I mean they were just a football only member and they really added nothing. I mean if you're gonna add a football only member, they should at least add some sort add something and they did they really didn't. I mean all they added was the Philly market and really and of course they played at the link, I think. They just really didn't add a whole much of much of anything else. And I think they're building an on-campus theme, supposedly. Okay, it looks like they signed a five-year extension with Lincoln. I thought maybe Phil I thought maybe the Eagles were gonna kick him out, say, hey, you know, you guys are uh, you guys are tearing for turf. And you guys don't add anything of substance, get out of here. Not sure, you know, I'm not sure if that was the thing or not. But let's see, Saturday's games. NC State beats North Car- uh, East Carolina t- 21-20. East Carolina almost won this game. They missed a late extra point. I guess the, you know, that would have sent the game to overtime. Miami beats Bethune Cookham, 7-13. Rutgers beats Boston College, 20-21. Um, I thought Boston College is winning this game, and somehow Rutgers came back came back to you know to win it i think boston college is basically their offense is probably just zay flowers and that's it jerkovic threw two picks and you know Rutgers basically was is breaking in a new team i mean the young team and boston college dominates statistically but they just found a way to lose the game uh north carolina defeated appalachian state 63-61 Matt Brown was doing a dance in the locker room after the game. I'm not exactly sure why you would be doing a dance after your team just gave up 61 points. I mean, if this was Pat Narduzzi and his team gave up 61, well, Pat would probably punch a water cooler. But to be fair, I mean, I forget about the Syracuse game when that went to overtime. I think Pat actually jumped on the pile because they won. Virginia beats Richmond 34-17. Syracuse defeats Louisville thirty one seven. I was, you know, I I had Louisville beating Pitt this year is one of my predictions because I felt that um I felt that um it's just a game that Pitt would lose. You know. One of those games when they're caught napping, but Syracuse uh, did an overhaul of their staff. They, they hired um, the offensive coordinator and the QB coach from Virginia that was under Bronco hall staff. Uh, Dino Babers redoing the offense. and I, I mean, I know Syracuse can somewhat play defense, but offense has always been their issue. But whatever it is, it worked. They beat the, they kicked the crap out of Louisville. I mean Louisville really hasn't been the same. If you think about, it, I, mean, Latin, I mean, this past decade, Louisville had Teddy Bridgewater and Lamar Jackson. They had two first-round picks for quarterbacks. I mean, it's hard. It's, I mean, they've been spoiled with really good, NFL, you know, some good NFL talent, especially a quarterback. I had high hopes for uh, Mikel Cunningham. Obviously, it's, you know, he's not going to be, he's definitely not, he's definitely not Lamar Jackson. But does Louisville go and get Jeff Brom? I mean, possibility. They'll they'll give him the money. I I mean, if you're coaching college football, do you go Louisville or Purdue? I think given the recent um, TV contract the Big Ten got, I would stick. With, I would probably stay with Purdue because you're going to get paid. But maybe you stick with Louisville because you can recruit the South a little bit. I don't know. And of course, Sunday night we have Florida State LSU. Now, Florida State took Brian Kelly and Notre Dame in overtime last year, and. They End up finishing 5 and 7. So I really wouldn't read too much into this game. If it wasn't for the block extra point, this game would have went to overtime, and the LSU probably would have won it because Florida State pretty much was laying it slip away. Clemson knocked off Georgia Tech 41 10. That's pretty much what's happened in the ACC. Now the top 25. Let's see. On Thursday, Oklahoma State beat Central Michigan 58-44. It sounds like a close game, but Central it looks. It looks like the game was over at halftime. Uh, let's see. But anything else of substance? Notre Dame lost to Ohio State 21-10. That was a top ten matchup. Uh, Notre Dame played its ass off on defense, but Marcus Freeman's got to figure something with that offense because. If they don't have a vertical attack, they're not going to. They're not going to have a good year. Although this may, you know, obviously not going to be a. They're not, not going to be playoff contenders this year, but down the road, you know, if he keeps it, you know, if he keeps the defense stout, he may you know gets the offense going. Things may look up for Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia and Oregon played. I had Utah winning the um, the Pac-12, which he still might. I had high hopes for this game, but when I saw Bo Nix was the QB for Oregon, I pretty much figured this game was going to be a wash because I watched Bo Nix at Auburn, and I just didn't think he was good at all. And because, I mean, I watched him when they when he played Penn State, and he just looked disastrous. and Yeah, he was disastrous for the most part. Yeah, this game, you know, they didn't, they they couldn't match up. Not, you know, it was game was over at halftime. It's probably over in the first quarter. Uh, Florida beat Utah 29-26. Utah was in the top 10, which, you know, Florida now is all, all of a sudden, in, you know, in the top 15, which is kind of odd, but whatever. And looking looking around, uh, USC beat Rice 66-14. Jordan Aston had two touchdowns in this game. You know, of you know of note. But I mean it's Rice. Rice isn't really good. Factor factor fact, really bad. Arkansas beat Cincinnati 31 24, which means we won't see Cincinnati in the um, in the playoff this year. So that's over and done with. Houston beat the UTSA, thirty some 24th ranked. Houston, I watched this game and yeah, Houston's defense is pretty bad for the most part. And that's really about it for the top 25. Now, going back to what I'm talking about, teams you shouldn't schedule if you're doing out of conference. Um, Old Dominion's one team you don't schedule because they're always going to give you a hard time. East Carolina, you definitely don't schedule. Appalachian State, you definitely don't schedule. I mean, those are three teams, I mean, you don't want to... If you're scheduling a conference, you don't want to schedule. Virginia beat Richmond, that's another team, although they're FCS. They've beaten, you know, FBS teams in the past. They've beat Virginia in the past. So those are some examples. Uh, Western Michigan is, is another team you don't want to schedule. In fact, almost everybody from the MAC you shouldn't schedule. I mean, we're talking. Well, Eastern Michigan you could pro- is probably you could probably schedule them, but uh, Akron, Ohio, Miami of Ohio, Central Michigan, Western Michigan. Yeah, those are teams you just don't really want to schedule out of conference. Probably most of the Sun Belt with where all domains at with uh, Marshall and company you probably don't want to you know schedule. Yeah, coastal Carolina you definitely don't want to schedule. I mean, um, you know Army you know you can schedule them. I mean Navy can Navy I would from the AAC I would avoid. I'm forgetting about the AAC at this point because there's some teams right now you currently shouldn't schedule. Uh, let's see the AAC. The Americans, they call it. Yeah, UCF, you don't want to schedule. We've already talked East Carolina, Cincinnati, Houston, although most of those teams are leaving for the Big 12. South Florida used a team you shouldn't schedule. That was before, that's when they were Conference USA. If you remember in 2001, Pitt scheduled them, and Markel Blackwell pretty much picked us apart. Of course, there's Tulsa, Tulane, Memphis, SMU. I mean, uh, yep. And let's not forget Pitt lost to Youngstown State. That was the that was the first game of the Paul Christ there, I believe. Which goes which goes back to what happened there. And it could be what you saw with uh, Brent Pry at uh, Virginia Tech. You could be seeing, you know, the what happened with the Paul Chris there could be a preview what you're seeing with the Brent Pryor. just. <laughs> disorganization and all kind of other stuff anyways guys i'll close out here hope you guys are having a great had a great labor weekend unfortunately for me all my kids got hit with covid which sucked i'm not sure if i had it i may have had but i if i did I, could, I couldn't tell if i did i i did get vaccinated although i can still get it but maybe it's not um You know, I mean, you can still get it, but the symptoms aren't as bad, but I tested, I got tested and I didn't, you know, I was negative. So, you know, it's just stay safe people. That's all I can tell you. I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I mean, I made, I made my chili, my bison chili because I was at the store and I saw they had bison meat on manager special, which means if they have, if they have meat that's about to go, you know, by, by the sell by date. They'll put on the manager special where they're trying to get rid of it. They're trying to, you know, mark it down to get rid of it. And I found, you know, two packets of bison meat. And I was like, oh, cool. I said, bison chili sounds good. Although it's still summer, technically here. it's But I want some. I, I want some damn chili. But other than that, not much else, guys. You guys have a great one. Held a pit. I'll talk to you guys later, later this week.